does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're glad you're with us on a busy Friday night of basketball, high school and college. So you're here, you're watching games, you get in your car, you want to know the scores. And the guy's going to do that for you every 15 minutes is the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Josh Mullenix. Coach, so good to be with you on a Friday night in downtown Indianapolis. Before we get to high school scores, right now there's there are three zeros on the clock at Cambridge Fieldhouse, and the Hawks 113-111. There is a review going on, so I'm not sure quite what's going on uh, without the sound on, but looks like they point put, put .7 seconds back on the clock, and the Pacers are going to have a chance to win the basketball game in downtown Indianapolis this evening. I'll keep you updated on that uh, here in just a moment. In college hoops tonight, Butler back in the winner's circle, 79-71 over Villanova. Purdue takes care of Nebraska, 73-55. A few high school basketball scores for you in the boys' side of things. Bedford North Lawrence beat Mitchell, 68-24. Bloomington South, a 10-point victory over Columbus East. Blue River and Randolph Southern, a close one here, 78-69. Blue River the final score. Cascade beat Cloverdale 47-39. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Josh Mullinex. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're so glad you've joined us. Congrats to the Butler Bulldogs. That's a big, big win. Good bounce-back win. Uh, After a tough trip to uh, St. John's, they didn't look very good, didn't play very well. So 79-71 at Hinkle over Nova. There's the difference. Play at home. Play better. That's good. Purdue, uh, they're in uh, action right now in Nebraska. I think that's over. Uh, I think they uh, they came out ahead in that. I think they did did well. It's always uh, good. To... I wish they wouldn't play on Friday nights. You all know my feelings on this. Uh, I believe that, per, that Friday nights belong to high schools. Football, basketball. Um, I understand life as it is. No one needs to remind me. Um, there's big money in playing games and college basketball. I got it. I made a living at it for quite a while. Uh, so I think I understand. But it's still nice to let the high schools have those Friday nights so we can chat it up on the show. So Purdue beats Nebraska 73-55. Good. That's good. So we're off to a decent run. Tomorrow, college basketball. Wisconsin will beat IU. That's a noon start. Uh, I think everybody understands it's pretty well chronicled that the Hoosiers are struggling. Uh, this will happen when you don't guard anyone and cannot take care of the basket or will not take care of the basket basketball. So, I mean, the perplexing thing has to be that they're, they're, they're better defensively than what they're playing. Um, they're just in a, in a, in a slump. Um, it's hard to sometimes explain how you got there. Uh, it's easier said than done oftentimes in getting out of it. So, 
Um, be a big game. Wisconsin is Wisconsin. Maybe not as good in the last couple of years, but this will be a, a an extremely important game for the Hoosiers tomorrow at noon. We'll talk about it, obviously, on the show tomorrow night. Notre Dame on the road at Syracuse for a 6 o'clock start. Greg Rakestraw and I will have the Cleveland State IUPUI matchup at the Farmers Coliseum on the fairgrounds in downtown Indianapolis. That's a noon start. Tennessee Martins at uh, USI. Valpo's at the University of Evansville. Miami, Ohio at Ball State. Uh, Ball State. So that's that's your look. Indiana State on the road to Missouri State. University of Missouri, St. Louis at uh, the University of Indianapolis. A couple of top 25 teams in Division Two. Should be a great game to watch. Also in college basketball tomorrow, Wabash at DePaul. Doesn't get any better than that. Just think about that. Marion, number 16 in the country at Mount Vernon Nazarene. Goshen's at Bethel, number 6, Grace at Huntington. (laughs) Excuse me for that. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Spring Arbor is at Taylor. St. Francis at uh, number seven, Indiana Wesleyan, Bluffton at Franklin. There are other games. I don't have them all. I'm sorry for you, but that'll give you an idea of where you're going. High school basketball tonight. We have great regular season matchups. There are some conference tournaments, some uh, uh, county tournaments going on. For example, you have the Allen County Tournament. Uh, Woodland beat Southern Wells, and Adams Central beat Heritage to advance to the championship game. Uh, Delaware County Tourney, Yorktown with a win over Cowan, as you heard Josh say. Johnson County Tournament, attorney uh, of which I have great interest since I'm a Johnson County resident. Uh, our Cubs, Franklin beat Greenwood 30-29. to Senator Hill beat Whiteland uh, 73-50. Northeast Corner Conference Tournament going on. Central Noble and West Noble, both winners. They'll play tomorrow. Southern Roads Conference. um, uh, Don't have those scores yet. So it's a fun time of year. You know, you get through the holidays. Got a lot of uh, multi-team, multi-day tournaments all over the state. And then you have, once you get back into school, then you get a little, uh, you got county attorneys. So uh, we'll talk about a, a number of these. I also want to remind you, and I'll do it, and I, I apologize if I do it too much throughout the night, throughout the weekend. I want to remind you and encourage you to join us. Greg Rakestraw and I will be bringing you the upcoming Girls State Basketball Championship Pairing Show. That'll be a week from Sunday night, from 5 until 7. Uh, we'll be live at the IHSAA headquarters on the IHSAA Champions Network. Uh, I can't believe that we're at this point. It's gone by too quickly. And so, uh, yeah, be prepared. Prepare yourself for that. We get ready to talk about basketball. Pairing show, week from tomorrow night. Uh, excuse me, week from Sunday night. It's on the 22nd. Uh, so make sure you join us. Greg Rakestraw and I will 
try to get through and bring you that very important information that everybody's waiting for. So basketball is the topic. We're glad you're with us. Uh, Also, don't forget to join us tomorrow night. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Glad you're with us. College basketball tonight. Purdue beats Nebraska 73-55. The voice of the Boilermakers, Rob Blackman, joins me. Rob, thanks so much for the call. Fletcher Lawyer does enjoy, really enjoys playing Nebraska, does he not? (laughs) Well, yeah, 49 points in the two games combined against Nebraska. I think he does, Bob. That's a very astute observation. He loves to play the Huskers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's hoping you guys can uh, hurry up and get him in the conference tournament and and just keep going. But, you you know, when you're ranked as highly as the Boilers are and you you are who you are and you're this straight, I mean, it's a long season and all that. But to come out and have the focus that they had tonight seems to be encouraging. Yeah, and the way they shot the ball early, uh, you knew that Nebraska was going to double-team in the post and get that ball out of the hands of Zach Eady because that's what they did back when uh, when these two teams played in December. So you knew that was going to be the game plan, and, and it was, and it was effective because they did get the ball out of Zach Eady's hands. He only finished with 12 points. But right. uh, if you're going to do that, then you're, you're daring Purdue's perimeter shooters to make shots, and you talk about a great start. You know, Purdue's first 15 points of the game were all from the three-point line. Uh, five made threes to start the game. So, uh, yeah, that, that 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 you roll the dice. Obviously, if you're Fred Hoiberg in Nebraska, if you say we're going to dare you to make three-point shots, Purdue and and Purdue made that. Purdue didn't shoot a great percentage tonight, Bob. I think 38 percent all told. But it's the fact mm-hmm. that they made those threes early in the game that really set the tone and and in a lot of ways made Nebraska's game plan really backfire on them. Matt Painter, not that he really cares, picks up win number 400. Bob Knight, Tom Izzo, Lou Henson, the only other coaches with 400 wins at a Big Ten school. That's quite an accomplishment, quite frankly. Yeah, and the only other guy on that list you forgot was Gene Cady. So think about this. Purdue has two of the five on that list. How amazing is that? Now, granted, when you only have two coaches over the last 43 years, uh, yeah, that might happen. But, yeah, what a great accomplishment. And we talked to Matt about that on our postgame show. Certainly we congratulated him. And and as you might expect, he was very humble and gave all the credit to the assistant coaches and the players uh, that have come through here in the last 18 years. But my broadcast partner, Bobby, Riddell, who was actually on Matt's very first team, uh, very first team he had here at Purdue. You know, he had a great little uh, moment of levity reminding Coach that that first season here, Purdue only won nine games. It wasn't like Purdue got <laughs> off to a great start under Matt Painter. Uh, right. He only won nine right. games in your first season. So uh, 391 more wins after that. That's that's actually pretty impressive. But, yeah, certainly congratulations to him. And uh, He's only 52 years old, as you well know, Bob, so he probably still has has quite a few years left in him, so uh, who knows how many wins he might end up with before it's all said and done. Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, we are we're absolutely too jaded to think that a, a double double is just par for the course or a day at the office, whatever cliche you want. But it's another one of those nights for Zach Eady. 
Oh, my goodness. Had only 12 points, but he had 13 rebounds. And completely, he still completely dominated the game offensively just because of the double and triple right. teams that he was drawing. He was able to throw the ball to open teammates. And you're right. I mean, you get a 12 and a 13 from Zach, and you're like, well, ho-hum, it's his 14th double-double of the year. <laughs> right. uh, and there will be Purdue fans that will be say, oh, what was wrong with Zach? Well, nothing was wrong with Zach. He did exactly what he was supposed to do tonight. Right. He didn't right. try to force the issue. Bob, he only had three shots in the first half. He was three of three, but he only had three shots, and that's because he, he's, right. he's a patient player. He's a smart player. He's an unselfish player, and he knows that if you're going to double-team him, if you're going to triple-team him, he's just going to pass the ball to a teammate and let them do all the damage. So, yes, uh, a ho-hum double-double for Zach Eady yet again here tonight. Martin Luther King Day, one thirty start for Michigan State. Um, uh at East Lansing, that should be interesting Monday. Well, we'll see what happens with Michigan State. I know they're playing in Illinois right now, but if they win, uh, if Michigan State wins, you'll have the two teams atop the league going head to head, both five and one in the conference, uh, for first with first place on the line on uh, yeah on MLK Day uh, on an afternoon in East Lansing, as if the stakes weren't high enough when these two teams right. play anyway during a regular season game. Now you're going to have... the other interesting thing too, Bob, is these two teams are going to turn around and play again January the 29th right. back here at Purdue. Okay. So right. Purdue. Hey, Rob. Okay. Thank you, Rob. Sorry. My name is Josh Molinex. This is an Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update. Real quick, the Pacers did fall to the Hawks at Gambridge Fieldhouse, 113-111. to A John Collins tip-in with just a couple seconds left, under a second left, uh, gives the Hawks the win. In downtown Indianapolis this evening, Pacers uh, fall in their first game without Tyrese Halliburton. High school action. We'll start. We'll, we'll do some tournament surfing here. Uh, county tournament surfing uh, in Allen County. The Allen County Conference Tournament. Woodland. Uh, it was their day on both the boys and girls side of things. The boys winning 67 to 25 over Southern Wells, and the girls beating Southern Wells 50 to 19. On the girls side, Jay County beat South Adams 72 to 31, and Adams Central on the boys side beating Heritage 43. To 36. In the Delaware County Tournament on the boys' side, Yorktown beat Cowan 81-61 to in semifinal matchup. Still waiting on Wapahani versus Delta, the final score there. At the Indianapolis City Tournament on the girls' side, Heritage Christian beat Indianapolis Cathedral 55-49. to In the Northeast Corner Conference Tournament, Central Noble beat Eastside 59-37. And Fairfield all over West Noble 62-16. to Any photos, videos, scores, anything you've got, send them to me at IND Sports Talk on Twitter, and we'll keep rolling through scores throughout the night. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Josh Molinex. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rakestraw joins me, my broadcast partner, tomorrow for the IUPUI's uh, matchup with Cleveland State. My broadcast partner on the 22nd, uh, the pairing show on the girls' state basketball championship tonight for the isc network greg has the call of the marion county tournament semifinals lawrence north beats pike 65 to 59 ben davis beats southport 53 52 greg a couple of pretty good games there as you would expect in the semifinals of the county tournament 
They were. That Ben Davis game was 63-52, so it was, it was not as, as close as a, as a one-point game. Okay. In fact, those two teams played an overtime game when they played earlier this year, also at South Fort Fieldhouse, back in November the 30th. But I have now had four of Ben Davis's last five games, and they have all followed a similar formula. You know, teams will kind of hang around with them and, and even have a lead in the first half. And Ben Davis just kind of turns it on in the third quarter. And this time, that kind of started in the second quarter uh, of the game. They ended the half on a 9-0 run. That continued out to be a 22-0 run, if you combined end of the first half, beginning of the second half. What was a three-point deficit became a 19-point lead, eventually led by 21 at the end of the third quarter. Southport Mm. kept battling, never got it closer than 11 and Ben Davis runs their record to 17-0 for the first time since the 1930s with a victory tonight against the Southport Cardinals. Well, there we, you've talked about it before, and they are talented across the board, uh, quick, can get to the glass quickly. They defend you, take care of the ball, shoot it. They're, they're just a difficult team for schools to match up with. Yeah, and, and, and again, they so remind me of Warren Central from five years ago. Uh, and that Warren Central team obviously went 32-0. and That Warren team had an NFL-level athlete in, in, in David Bell. Um, frankly, Mark Zachary may be that guy on this year's team. The kid's a sophomore. got a football scholarship offer from Purdue earlier today. Um, but in terms of their guys, they're going to play basketball in college. Zane Dowdy's going to play at Valpo. I think K.J. Wyndham's a Division One player. A year from now, he's a junior. I think Sheridan Sharp is a D1 player at some point, whether it's next year or after a year or two, JUCO, Division Two, you know, whatever the case may be. Guys like Clay Butler and Sean Arnold are, are, are D2 level players. They are just so solid from one through seven, one through eight. Normally they play nine tonight, they just played seven. Uh, but, but, you know, the best example I can give you in their last three games, Bob, they had three different leading scores. I think they've had four or five different players lead them in scoring at some mm-hmm. point in time this year. Zane Dowdy's the toughest matchup because so few teams, if anybody, has a kid with the physicality and size he has at 6'9 and 230. And he was the biggest difference maker tonight. He finished the game right. with 20 points, only Ben Davis player in, in, in double digits. But it can come from anybody on any given night, which is why they tend to avoid bad nights. We're not relying on one guy you can avoid as a team having a bad night. And BD has clearly done that for the first 17 games this year. All right. So first game of the night was a good one it's itself, quite frankly. I mean, you had uh, Lawrence North and Pike, two-possession game. LN with this one, 65-59. Yeah, this was a Pike team that led virtually the entire game. Um, you know, they, they were up seven to nine points for a good chunk of it, but LN just kind of kept – kind of kept shipping away at him, kind of kept shipping away at him, and finally took the lead with about three or four minutes left to go and then did not relinquish it. You know, for Lawrence North, you know, what what is jarring about this group is how small they are by their own standards. They really don't play anybody above 6'3". Their best rebounder is their 6'1 sophomore guard, Xavier Robinson. He's also a young man that's got Division One offers at a young age. He had 26 points and eight rebounds. Um, you know, they're 10 and 2, and I think that probably surprises them, folks. Not because they're not talented, not because Chris Giffen can't coach. Both, you know, both those mm-hmm. things are, are true statements. He's a fantastic right. coach, but they're young, and again, by LN standards, they're small. 
but they'll be playing Ben Davis for the Marion County Championship tomorrow night. It's pretty impressive. So uh, handicap the matchup. What do you think? Well, it's the first time they've played. They they will play their regular season game on February the 10th. And again, for all the teams they could play, they don't match up with Ben Davis well because there's just Mm -hmm. nobody that will come close to matching up with Zane Dowdy. And so how they stop him in the low block, how they stop him on the offensive glass – you know, good luck. Um, Robinson and Bowles, their top two scorers, uh, took Bowles a while to get going tonight. He finished with 15 points at 13 in the second half. Those two kids will have to have fantastic nights, and they will have to make jump shots, which they kind of did sporadically during the course of the night's game. And Ben Davis, again, because of their backcourt, you know, they have good athletes that can match up with those two kids in terms of the combination of Zachary and Sharp and Butler and White. They can throw some different players at them. LN's got to have a great night shooting and have to somehow keep the rebound battle within 10 or 15 because that's how big of an advantage I think Ben Davis will have on the glass tomorrow night. Greg Rickstraw and I will be doing the IUPUI Cleveland State game tomorrow at the Coliseum. Uh, Looking forward to that. And then, everybody, join us on the 22nd. That's a week from Sunday. 5-7 to on the IHSA Champions Network for the Girls State Finals and Basketball Pairing Show. All right, you need to you need to do the, you're going to do all the heavy lifting anyway, so you need to get started preparing for this. My prep kind of kicks in for this on Tuesday afternoon, and now having done this for a few years, I've got kind of a grid and a formula, and uh, and I'll make quick work of it over the course of a couple of days. But we will be locked and loaded and ready to go to fit in 64 sectionals in two hours. Coming up next. Saturday or next Sunday, rather, five the club. Uh, the um, yeah, those numbers are imposing. <laughs> and once again, uh, you do all the work. I- I'm just there. I don't think to look good, but uh, I'm there to try to manage manage the operation. But thank goodness I'm sitting next to you because you, in fact, will be doing all of the work um, and. I'll be taking all the credit, all right? I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for the call. You got it, buddy. Greg Rakestraw from the ISC Network on the Marion County Tournament. Coming up, we got a lot of basketball to talk about. A lot. As uh, Josh mentioned, if you were at a game, took a video, took some pics at the game, shoot that to us at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. Top of the hour scoreboard up coming up. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with Josh Mullenix. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.